0: We now come to Asylum Welcome, and um, here is um, a friend of ours from the uh, congregation, David Wright, long-term visitor of Campsfield House. Well, thank you very much for uh, listening to this presentation about Asylum Welcome. I'm afraid that I haven't got any stakeholders with me here tonight. They're all locked up behind the razor wire in Kidlington and they would love to be here if they could. And I haven't got many pictures to show you because you couldn't get a camera into Campsfield. You'd never get it past the strip search you have to have when you go in there. Uh, To the uh, the public, uh, this is an extract from the director's uh, report of Asylum Welcome uh, in 2009. He said to the public, 2009 is a strange year when bankers and politicians vie with asylum seekers as public enemy number one. So I'm not here, I'm here in a way, to speak about something which doesn't attract the natural sympathy of the people of this country. Indeed, it's a political hot issue. Immigration and asylum are issues of great concern. The kind of tabloid presentation is that we are a small country, well-populated with those who have already been born here, and dealing with a mass of arrivals, which has happened since 1950, uh, from all over the world. They take our jobs, don't they, and they enjoy, or as Lord Tebbit would put it, they, uh, they scrounge on the generous provision of our welfare state. They dilute our culture and our tradition, which we regard as British, and they don't even play cricket. Moreover, the statistics about crime and terrorism, they say, are deeply inflated by this incoming tide from all around the world. So there has to be a political response to this, and in 1951 there was a refugee convention which we signed up to, which defined asylum seekers as those who have a well-founded fear of being persecuted for reasons of race, religion, nationality, membership of a particular social group, or public opinion. So it's fear of persecution for those reasons. And about a third of the people who come to to the shores of our country Uh, come as asylum seekers and they must be distinguished from others who arrive here simply for the job opportunities and the better lifestyle. The political response is in order to distinguish between genuine asylum seekers and other migrants they've set up a complex system of tribunals uh, (coughs) through which cases are heard and appeals are, are heard and systems of uh, detention centres and removal centres where people are held in close custody whilst their claims are being made and, and processed and until they are sent back to the country from which they came. And Campsfield House is part of that system. Campsfield House is in Langford Lane, just on the north side of Kidlington, it's a local removal centre. It contains about 200 male asylum seekers. And uh, there's a proposal to set up uh, a larger immigration removal centre at Bullingdon near Bista, which will hold four times as many people, 800. Um, and those who are involved in this field uh, sharply criticise the way in which the state handles uh, this uh, problem. First of all, it says that those who are in, 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 incarcerated in these institutions uh, are treated as criminals, yet mostly they have committed no offence and are held with no fixed period of detention. People who are in Campsfield are there, and they don't know where they will be next week or next month or next year. Uh, they don't know where they'll ever get their freedom in this country, and if they have get, do get sent back to their own country, uh, they expect the worst to happen to them. Secondly, the judicial process is weighted heavily against asylum seekers. It's hard for them to find adequate legal representation for the, for the uh, process is complicated, um, and often they don't speak good English, and they're complete strangers to the culture. So they are out of their depth completely when it comes to uh, appearing before a tribunal. And then there's a strange reluctance on the part of the immigration service to admit that some of the countries that these people have come from are not safe. For example, in Zimbabwe, we continue to send people back to Zimbabwe long after uh, it became an unsafe country to go to. And then many of them arrive with false documents or with no documents at all. And when that happens, they are considered to have been fraudulent, to have committed an offence, and now they are processed through the courts and are sentenced to periods of between 6 and 12 months imprisonment uh, for having appeared without without a passport. Yet, how... Use your imagination. How do you expect someone who's let's say, in Nigeria and escaping persecution and possibly uh, physical violence, how do you expect them to go and get a passport uh, in their own name to allow them to come here in the ordinary way? It isn't on. Then they're expected to apply for asylum the moment they arrive in this country, to be the first, almost the first words that they utter Uh, that they've come to seek asylum. They don't know that. They arrive tired and confused and frightened in a strange place and it's held against them uh, throughout the asylum process. Those who are not in custody are not allowed to work and have no means of support. And a further problem is that many who the government wants to Um, to to send home can't go home either because it is unsafe and therefore it will be a breach of human rights to send them to certain countries or the countries that they want to send them to won't recognize this person as being one of their people. Uh, There's often confusion about people's identity where they came from and, and so on and so there are hard countries like Zimbabwe and Somalia, and Congo, Algeria, Nigeria, and China, and Iran. I had um, a man I used to visit from Iran. Yes, he'd committed an offense when he was in Iran. And I don't know whether we've got the picture. (coughs) That's the picture. It is a shocking picture. It was in the local, it was in the national press. Uh, he expected if he was sent back to Iran that he would be hanged in the local village square as those people are. It's a hard world and these are appalling human rights problems. So where are the asylum seekers? Who are the asylum seekers and where do they come from? Well, they arrive from all over the world, wherever there's a brutal regime. Uh, Most African countries produce asylum seekers Fleeing from totalitarian regimes, from war, injustice, political oppression, torture, hunger, cultural victimization. Many today arrive from Afghanistan. There are always those from the Far Eastern countries and Eastern Europeans. And no more than a minute. Up to your time. Have I? <laughs> right, well, uh, I, I just want to uh, em- emphasize the Christian response, which a way applies to all the things we 've been hearing tonight. Can we jump to the Christian response? The love of God is shown to all people and especially to the vulnerable and, uh, <clears throat> and the Lord, our God, mighty and awesome, shows no partiality. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the alien giving him food and clothing. And you are to love those who are aliens, for you yourself were aliens in Egypt. That is the imperative, that we ourselves were aliens from God at one time. And so are these people, and we are to accept them. And as Jesus said, I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was a prisoner and you visited me. Asylum seekers are all of those things, poor and sick and prisoners and strangers. So Asylum Welcome is the, is the body which is a, a charity set up in Oxford to cater for the problems of asylum seekers. Some of us, uh, Joan Carls, who's here tonight, and Joyce Francois and I, visit... Uh, a, a, a visit Campsfield we befriend the people who are there uh, they are desperate to know somebody who's outside the they razor wire they, they have barriers to prevent them even seeing outside they long to know that they are, have some identity uh, and that someone cares for them there's a great Christian group in Campsfield they're mostly Africans and they meet about three times a day for prayer and Bible study they, they pastor for themselves. Uh, it's a great opportunity to, to uh, get to know people and to, uh, uh, and to befriend them. And uh, I believe that in doing so, we are uh, obeying the call of Christ. So, David, what would you like uh, members of this congregation to do? Supply money or apply to you as a volunteer? The money thing, asylum does other things, asylum's welcome does other things, it has an office in Cowley Road and it, it has an educational arm, it, it helps people to find money, uh, it deals with their problems of language and so forth, so it has a budget of about 220000 a year uh, and it depends on voluntary contributions. Uh, some of you might wish to think about the possibility of being visitors, as we are, and there you would be trained to do the job. If you have a language, it might, be, might well be useful, um, and so we'd love to have both volunteers to do, to do what we do, and also we'd love to have a bit of cash to do it with. Thank you very much.